This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzone.com. Excuse me, exxonradiotv.com. Don't forget, Exxon Nation, that uh, in less than a week, the Halloween edition of the X Chronicles newspaper will be making its worldwide debut. All right, so much for trying to make it sound like Halloween. Uh, and if you'd like to get your copy, all you have to do is uh, just send an email to publisher at xchronicles-newspaper.com or you can visit online to the many past issues that we have available for you at www.xchronicles-newspaper.com forward slash newspaperstand.htm. My guest this hour, Exonation, is Star Donovan. She is the author of The Young Vampire Adventures, a series of books for ages eight and up. Now, Star was born in England and grew up in South Africa. She first wrote about Gappy, the young vampire, in a school essay when she was 11 years old. Star moved to the United States and settled in upstate New York in 1984. Her education includes a Master of Social Work from the University at Albany. Now, as an adult in the 1990s, she would tell gappy stories to her two young daughters. Publication of the book series began in 2008 with approximately two numbers appearing each year. Star lives in New York State with her husband, three cats, and a woodchuck in the backyard. Now, listen to this, Exonation. Star never, and I mean never, ever kills spiders, and she loves bats. She still reads children's books and often wishes real life were as interesting as the world of make-believe. Her website is www.gappy.tv. That's G-A-P-P-Y 
TV. And joining me now is Star Donovan. And Star, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me. Tell me, Star, where did your interest in vampires and the paranormal come from? Well, when I was little, I used to love vampire stories. And I, I saw the Dracula movies and all the other vampire movies that were on, mm-hmm. and um, including Stephen King's um, Salem's Lot. And I just had a thing for vampires. I don't know where it came from, uh-huh. but um, as you were saying in the introduction, I first wrote about Gappy when I was 11 for a school essay, and mm-hmm. I had no idea what to write about, and I was stumping around the house and in a bad mood, and my mother was so sick of hearing me complaining <laughs> that she said, oh, why don't you write a story about a little vampire who's Fangs won't grow, or something like that, and call him Gappy the Unhappy. Gappy and the Unhappy. Thing as I was into vampires anyway, mm-hmm. that seemed like a good idea, and so I wrote the essay, and that's how Gappy got started. Let me ask you this: Do you believe that vampires really do exist? Well, some of my fans on Facebook apparently believe that. Mm-hmm. So, who what, am I to say whether they're wrong or right? But tell me, what do you believe? Well, I would like to believe that they're real, mm-hmm. but um, logically, I guess I sort of have to admit that they might not be. So, so you've never woke up in the morning with two fang marks in the neck in your neck? Well, unless it's from um, your husband, and, and you've never and you've never seen a person transpose into a bat. No, unfortunately, I haven't. But I would love to be able to change into a bat and do flying and all the, the neat <laughs> things that vampires can do. All right, please stand by, Star. You and I have to take our first commercial break for this hour. I know a couple of bats, <clears throat> members of my family. Your mother-in-law, on the other maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> runs deep in the family, believe me. Exo Nation, Star Donovan is our special guest. Here's the website, www.gappy.tv. That's gappy.tv. And we're going to be talking about Young Vampire Adventures, this hour here in the Exxon. After all, this is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on our first network. Network number 2, 2 until 6 a.m. And then network number 3, 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. www.exxonradiotv.com And for our podcasts, they're always free at www.exxonradiotv.com exonepodcast.com Donovan Starr and I come back to talk about vampires this hour here in the Exxon Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi you can still listen to the Exxon radio show with Rob McConnell The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka X-1 Dimension X Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. 
Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Star Donovan is my special guest, www.gappy.tv. That's G-A-P-P-Y TV. And uh, for, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, you talked to us about how you came to write about Gappy. Um, but why did you, you know, I understand Gappy was the unhappy, but why vampires? Not Why not a ghost? Well, um, I guess I was more into vampires than ghosts. Oh, okay. I've seen Casper the Friendly Ghost, but mm-hmm. it just didn't do it for me like the way Dracula did. <laughs> Tell me, why do you think in today's society so many people are showing a greater interest in the paranormal than any other time except during war? Well, I wouldn't know about the wartime because that seems an odd mix for paranormal and war activity, but... Um, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's because it's uh, mystical and people like to think that there's some sort of fantasy creatures out there and they know they're not real, but they would probably, it would probably be mm-hmm. interesting if they were. And um, there's all the vampire movies and everything and the books that feed into it. And you've got the witches and the seances and all the the other things that go with the occult. So mm-hmm. I think it just makes life interesting for people if they have something like that that they can be interested in. Now, why the association between the paranormal and uh, wars? We know this for a fact, that during wars, people want to... They, they want to stay in touch with dearly departed. It was during a, wor- a world war that the Ouija board was invented. Uh, mysticism picks up during during the wartime because people want closure that they can't get because their dearly departed has died overseas and is buried in a grave somewhere else and 
Nine times out of ten, they never get to visit the grave. So I guess people are looking for closure. Now, there are six Mm. books about Gappy. What are they called, and what are they about? Well, they're they're about a little boy. He's nine years old in Mm -hmm. the first book. He gets older as the books progress. And he's a pretty serious boy. He's he's not that good at school, but he doesn't get into trouble. He's a... A sort of a loner. He has one best friend, Prudence Pottage, who's got red hair and freckles and is very feisty and sometimes gets irritated with him because he doesn't stand up against the bully at school. And one day his parents tell him the shocking news that he's turning into a vampire like them. Now, he didn't even know that his parents were vampires, and he was just a normal kid up to this point until the day he fainted in art school, mm-hmm. in art class and had to go to the hospital, and they found out he was anemic. And that night, his parents have the big talk with him, which all vampire kids have to go through when they're about nine years old, and they start changing. And he's inherited the vampire gene and is turning into a vampire like his parents. And he's sworn to secrecy. He can't tell anyone. He thinks his parents are absolutely crazy, Mm -hmm. but he sort of has to believe when they give him some more proof. And... So he's dying to be able to tell people at school about it, and he has this big burden of the secret on him, and he he doesn't know why people can't see that he's different at school because he's a completely different person now than he thought he was. But he manages to um, keep his mouth shut and keep it a secret until the time he runs into a bully in the first book, which is the surprise for Gappy, and he finds himself using a vampire power that he didn't know he, he even had yet. And he's not supposed to use his powers in public because he'll get in trouble with the vampire councils. They're very strict about that sort of thing. Um, you can imagine vampires don't want to be discovered living mm-hmm. amongst regular humans. Sure. They'd be put in labs and stuck with needles and things like that. Um, book two is called Gas- Gappy Disappears, and that's when he begins losing his reflection at school one day in the mirror, and that could get very uh, difficult to deal with if somebody noticed. And he runs across um, a pair of thieves, and he's able to use a new skill that he's developing to do with his disappearing reflection mm-hmm. to save the day. And he also manages to maybe turn around the character of the bully that's always pestering him at school in the process. Um, book three is Gappy's Kidnapped. That's my favorite book. He gets to go to vampire camp, vampire summer camp, and learn how to do all the magic things that vampires get to develop as they grow older. And he uses one of his powers to help him escape when some people kidnap him in the middle of the night. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Book four is Gappy and the Thieves, and that takes place at Oakwood Cemetery in Troy, New York, where Uncle Sam is buried. And I use the opportunity to just give the kids a little bit of information about Uncle Sam and what he did during the War of 1812. Mm -hmm. And he finds some skullduggery going on in the graveyard. There's people walking around with flashlights in the middle of the night, and the kids go down a secret tunnel underneath the house that leads to the graveyard and they try and find out what's going on. But all this time, Gappy is coming across situations where he sort of has to use his vampire powers, but he can't let his friends see. 
so it's all about how he gets around that sort of thing. And of course, he gets captured and he escapes because he pretty much gets captured in every book. Wow. And of course, um, he can just turn himself into a bat and fly away. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, he's not that experienced yet. He can't, he can't do that until the book six, where he starts learning how to change into things when he goes back to summer camp. Um, Gappy's Great Escape is book five, and that's when he goes to Wales in the UK, where his great-great-grandfather came from, and he comes across some dubious characters who are up to something in a slate mine underground, and he and his friends and his cousins go underground, and of course, they get captured and have to escape, but he uses one of his powers that he's just been developing for that. And Gappy and the Witch's Curse is when he goes to Salem, Massachusetts, and solves uh, an ancient problem that's been bothering the vampire community for a hundred years, and only he is able to find the answer. But in the process, he almost dies. Mm -hmm. Um, There's an evil vampire who's got it in for him, and it's a battle between good and evil, which is the central theme that runs through most of the books. You know, I, I, I must tell you, I'm very intrigued that you say that vampires can be good role, role models for kids. Now, people usually don't think as vam- of vampires in that way. Certainly not suitable for younger children and preteens. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you explain that? You know, hey, listen, vampires are good role models for kids. Well, they can be good role models if they're like Gappy because um, Gappy's just a nice kid. He's perfectly normal. He just has this big secret that he has to live with, Mm -hmm. and he's got some magic to him as well. And um, he's a good role model to the 8- to 12-year-olds who read the books, because he's he's adventurous, he's loyal to his friends, he's respectful to adults, he works hard to solve problems, he doesn't give up. He's a reluctant hero sometimes, but who manages to talk him into doing the right thing in the end. And he's a bit mischievous, and he takes risks, and he gets into danger, but he struggles through and doesn't let things get him down. And he also has to deal with being totally different in the world. There's a lot of children who feel like they don't fit in. And um, one of the fourth-grade teachers that Um, of a school that I went to to talk to the kids about the books, Mm -hmm. she was very taken by the fact that Gappy was dealing with being different, and some of her kids in in the class could really relate to that. So in that way, my vampire can be a good role model to the children that read about him. Um, Mostly it's blood and guts, and that's for the older people, but for... My books are completely mm-hmm. age-appropriate, and so I think parents and even my priests approves of Gappy. And he's a Catholic, and they're not supposed to believe in vampires. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't think that your priest actually does believe in vampires, but what he does is he enjoys <laughs> the reading of the book. Which brings me to my next question. Do you think the market is oversaturated with vampire books these days, especially with the Twilight series and the vampire series currently running on TV? Well, I would say that it is saturated, but it is saturated for the older age groups. There's not really any vampire books or at least series out there that mm-hmm. are targeted for the age 8 to 12 age group. Um, and But that. 
the market is saturated, but you could also say, well, the, ma- the market's saturated for romance novel and sci-fi and crime fiction. And nobody says, oh, well, don't you think the market's saturated with romance novels? It's, if you're a romance lover or a sci-fi lover, mm-hmm. you're, you're glad that the market's oversaturated because then you'll never, re- you'll never run out of books to read, the, the, the things that interest you. So, so tell me, what do you think about the Twilight series and what makes your books different? Well, what makes my books different is because they're for a different age group. Yeah. Um, the Twilight, I think, are for teenagers. But um, I honestly haven't seen any of the Twilight movies or read any of the Twilight books because I don't want to get any ideas that aren't my own. I just want my imagination to be a fresh canvas. And so I can't really answer how my books are different. Um, I think it was probably funny to think of a a vampire author that hasn't read Twilight, but um, that's me. Mm -hmm. I haven't. (laughs) Okay. uh, You've got a master's, I believe, in social work. And um, how does your background and experience help you writing books for children? Well, I was um, doing an internship in uh, middle school when Mm -hmm. I was taking my degree. And... I would sit in on some of the classrooms and observe the children's behavior. And there are a lot of children with emotional and mental issues. And I had occasion to sit in on some of the special ed reading classes. And I saw children that um, had issues of one kind or another and behavior problems and had never really picked up a book before and had difficulty reading because they were backward. And I saw them reading Harry Potter. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold you right here because we have to take our news break. Cliffhanger: Harry Potter, vampires, witches, (laughs) and much more. This hour here on the Exxon with my special guest, Star Donovan. Her website is www.gappy.tv. And Star and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. So whatever you do, don't bite someone in the neck unless you really mean it. We'll be back. Don't go away. (laughs) This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, 
99 cents. This product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back, everyone. Star Donovan's my special guest of this hour. And we're talking to Star about the young vampire adventures. Gappy is the young gentleman's name, and her website is www.gappytv. That's www.gappy.tv. And I was wondering, Star, if you can tell me uh, how reading about vampires can actually help literacy. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Well, as I was saying before the break, mm-hmm. um, I was observing a special ed reading class and the children were reading Harry Potter at the time and children who hadn't picked up a book in years were having problems reading at school and weren't very interested because of emotional or mental issues. Um, I actually saw them getting really excited about Harry Potter and they were engaged in the stories. They were interested. They were making huge efforts to read out loud. And it was so great to see. Um, I love children's books mm-hmm. and I, I have some favorite British authors and Harry Potter really resonated with me because I'm British and the way that the books are written is very British. And I remembered being really excited by books and the warm, fuzzy feeling I got from, from reading them. And I wanted to um, impart that to children myself. So that also helped me um, get a move on and start writing for children. And it was a help having the background and experience, too, that I had. And um, I made my um, the first two books very simple, deliberately, for the younger end of the age spectrum for right. maybe seven to nine-year-olds uh-huh. um, to, with the reluctant reader in mind, to get them interested in the character, but it wouldn't be too much of a burden to have to read the book. And then when they got a little bit interested in him, the second book is longer, and then the third book is about twice as long as that, and they get rapidly longer and more mature language and sentence structure as they go along. So I hope I'm doing my bit to um, encourage children to mm-hmm. read and they can follow along with Gappy and read older material as Gappy ages along with them. Tell me, what is the hardest part about continuously writing a children's book? Uh, where do you get the ideas from? Well, um For books one and two, I knew pretty much how book one started, but I basically didn't have a clue what was going to happen after Gappy got the big news. And, but I have this kind of magic phenomenon. It's sort of like automatic writing that you hear from psychics. Mm -hmm. When I have a pencil in my hand and I start writing longhand, ideas just kind of flow through my pen and I find my pen just writing down neat stories and I'll 
it's like I'm outside myself and I'll look at the page and I'll think, hey, that sounds good or, oh, I like that idea. And then once I get rolling, it's much easier to keep going. Um, I do get my ideas in weird places, sometimes when I'm in the shower in the morning, sometimes when I'm daydreaming, driving mm-hmm. down a particular stretch of road. Um, and also from, like, I was driving along one day past the graveyard by my house, and that's how I suddenly thought of the idea that Gappy could have an adventure in the graveyard. Um, I don't, I, well, I didn't used to like writing outlines for books. I know that they tell you in school that you should do that. Um, but I found it very hard because I never knew what I wanted to write about ahead of time. But I actually got the idea for book three and mm-hmm. ahead of time of roughly where it was going to go in the end. And so I tried writing an outline. And before I knew it, the magic with my pen was working and the outline was rapidly becoming um, pretty much a, a big uh, synopsis for the, what the book would turn out to be. And I've, you know, I like that so much that um, it, I used it for books four and five and six as well. It's like a roadmap, and it keeps you on track if you know, well, I have to write this section now, and, and then I write that section. And, um, but I do find that I often start writing the middle of the book where the action is happening because I just can't wait to get to the exciting part. And um, then once I've got that out of my system then I'm calmer and more able to write the beginning stuff that leads up to the exciting part. So tell me, Star, have you yourself ever had a paranormal experience? Do you believe in vampires? Do you believe in things that go bump in the night? Is Halloween one of your favorite times of the year? (laughs) Well, Halloween is uh, pretty cool because you have the vampires and the the Mm trick-or-treating, and it's all eerie at night and... and, um, vapors coming out of people's mouths in the dark when they're going around trick-or-treating. But I have had a, a couple of really weird experiences happen to me while I was writing book six. Share them with us. Um, well, I in book six, I had been um, immersed in the Salem witch trials of 1692. And um, I'd been thinking about nothing else for the past month or two because yes. I was editing my book and... Um, I went to a, a place called the Book Barn near my house, and I was looking for a, a birthday present for a friend of mine who's a chemistry professor, and I thought it would be neat to get him an old-fashioned chemistry textbook. Right. So I asked the guy where to look for it, and he directed me to this bookcase, which was filled with um, really old textbooks bound in that sort of cloth binders. And they were all like muted red and brown and gray colors. And so I was looking at these textbooks from from like 1940s to 1960. And suddenly this hardcover, white-covered book stands out um, among all the the other darker colors of the old-fashioned books. Mm -hmm. And I pulled it down. And it was In the Devil's Snare by Mary Beth Norton, written in book 2002. And it was a history of the Salem witch trials of 1692. Mm. And what's the odds that somebody would have misfiled exactly the subject that I was writing about in amongst the old chemistry textbooks, which have nothing whatsoever to do with fiction? So uh, that was one thing that happened to me. I'll tell you something. That that would freak me out. 
Yeah, it really did. I told the bookstore guy about it, and uh-huh. he started telling me some long, involved story about something that happened to him, but I think he was just pulling my leg. It didn't sound very credible. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to hear about the other thing that happened oh, to me? Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Well, um, I had been writing this um, scene at the end of book six, and I don't really want to do any spoilers, but um, it's about this um, person coming to life it's an invisible person and actually it's a skeleton but that's all there is and then suddenly the veins start appearing wrapping around the body and then the must the organs start appearing the heart and the lungs and things and then the muscles start joining on to the organs and the the ligaments and the tendons come in and then the the blood vessels are weaving all around and in and out and then the skin comes and it starts creeping over the whole thing until it's eventually a fully grown man. Well, I had was taking a break from writing this scene, and I came into the lounge and just flipped on the TV. Mm-hmm. And they were in the at the beginning stages of the movie called The Invisible Man. Oh, it yeah. Tom, it has Tom Hanks in it. Yes. And they were... In doing a scene where this big gorilla or some huge monkey was being injected, he was invisible and he was being injected with a serum that would make him visible. And as it traveled through his veins, the veins became apparent and then everything else started filling in, the organs and the muscles and the tendons and everything. And it was exactly what I had just been writing about. That is unreal. That was really creepy. I went and told my mother, and yeah. she's like, oh, I don't want to hear any more. Start, like start, keeping me out. Star, tell me what children are telling you about your books. Well, the children that um, read my books absolutely love the characters. They can really relate to them because they're normal children mm-hmm. who face bullies and get into trouble with their parents, but... They're also very honest and and good-hearted, and they're fiercely loyal to each other. And the kids basically tell me that they get the same warm, fuzzy feeling that I got when I was reading my um, children's books when I was younger. And that's a, a really nice thing to hear. And um, the children that I that read my book in the uh, fourth-grade classroom that I went and talked to. They had read the first book, and I went there and talked to them about my other books and read a chapter or two of the second book. And they were all so excited to, to know that there was another other books that they could read about the character that they'd been interested in. And they just loved his adventures and the danger he gets into. And, and I think children find it very satisfying when um, there's a hero, however unlikely he might be, who struggles against the odds and triumphs in the end, and the evil people get... Um, oh, what the heck is that? Out. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> so, tell, so tell me here, um, when, you're, when you're writing your book and the, you, know, you, you read it to the children, or, or you know, the children actually um, come, and, come and see you, or you go to the school and read them, what do the teachers say? What do the adults say that interact with children after reading your book? Well, they, I have had some teachers tell me that they um, really saw an improvement in their children's mm-hmm. interest level in reading because um, 
they were introduced to my characters and they read them in class. So it wasn't very hard to, it wasn't a burden on them to have to read the whole book by themselves and not interact with anyone while they were doing it. And um, they really liked it and they've invited me back again. So I guess they they were really happy with the, the effect that I had upon their children. Exxon Nation, our special guest this hour is Star Donovan. And we're talking about vampires, and, and Star Donovan has a series of books featuring this little vampire by the name of Gappy. Now, if you'd like more information on Star, her website is www.gappy.net. That's www.gappy. I'm sorry, it's gappy.tv, not net. Gappy.tv. You've got six books out now. Are you still writing? Is Gappy going to turn into a teenager? Yes, he is. Um, I'm actually, I've actually just started book seven, which is actually book one of the teen vampire adventures. Mm-hmm. And Gappy is 13 now, and he's going to be having a lot more dangerous adventures. And he's also going to have some romance in there, too. Um, maybe with some characters from past books that I'll leave it up to the readers to find that out. But he is going to be having some romance. And I think teenagers like to have a bit of that sort of thing. Do you find, do you ever suffer from writer's block? And if so, how do you get around it? Um, well, I suffer from the anticipation of writing and thinking that I'm not going to know what to write about. But then when I make myself write, my, the magic thing happens with my pen and also it's, translated itself to the keyboard as well, which is very handy. Um, I, I do get inspired to write in bright sunlight, so I guess I'm not really related to vampire. Mm. But um, oftentimes when I'm driving home on a sunny day, I go past a big park by my house, and they've got a big parking lot that faces a lake and some tennis courts. And I'll often pull into the parking lot and write longhand in my car until it's too dark to see anymore. And that's one of my favorite places to write. Um, In a dark car? Yeah. (laughs) The other favorite places are um, Starbucks and Panera and little coffee shops and just something about the atmosphere and the ambience. Um, If I can't get the sunlight, the smell of coffee seems to do the same thing. (laughs) You've got to love those coffee shops and what they can do for you. (laughs) All right. Six books published. One on the way. We know that Gappy is going to find love in all the right places. Um, what's going to happen with Gappy's parents? Are they going to be involved in Gappy's future as well? Well, I think his parents will always be involved because at the end of each book, they have to deal with the fact that their kid has got into trouble yet mm-hmm. again. Oh, no. Um, they... They can get really cross with him sometimes because he just goes willy-nilly into danger without sort of um, considering the consequences. But hes they're also proud of him because he usually tries to do the good thing and save other people and help people and and uh, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think Gappy's parents are going to be around. All right, Star, um, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exonation. Okay. Star Donovan is our special guest. She's the lady behind the Young Vampire Adventure series. So far, a series of six novels about a young vampire. 
her website, www.gappy.tv. That's gappy.tv. And uh, Star and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. So whatever you do, don't go away. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x. ZBN.net. Exonation. Uh, Star Donovan is my special guest of this hour. Her website is www.gappy.tv. She is the author of a group of books centered around this young vampire who constantly gets himself into trouble. Mind you, he always gets out of trouble, and uh, she is working on book number seven right now. Her website, once again, is www.gappy.tv. Tell me, uh, Gappy just doesn't exist in your books, does he? Tell me where else he exists. Well, he has a YouTube channel where you can see um, illustrations from his book set to his really cool theme music. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also see a very pretty young lady by the name of Bryony Allen who narrates book one, the whole of book one, you can see on YouTube. 
He's also on Facebook. He has close to 6,000 Facebook fans who he talks to in real time and advises them on different things and answers questions and just chats about school and things like that. Um, that's at facebook.com slash Gappy the Vampire. He um, is also coming out one day soon with a Gappy song. I'm currently looking for a... Whoops, we don't know what happened there, but apparently we just lost our guest. And uh, Craig, can you... Do... Oh, it's too late. All right, our guest of this hour, Exxon Nation, has been Star Donovan. www.gappy.tv That's www.gappy.tv Vampires, here's the question for you, Exxon Nation. Do you believe or are you a skeptic? Do you really think that vampires do exist? Send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. That's exxon at exxonradiotv.com. Once again, we don't know what happened. Our line dropped with uh, Star. I hope she's all right. I hope nobody kind of slapped the phone out of her hand and gave her a big bite on the neck. But you never know because this is the Exxon. Let's see, uh, tonight is the final debate between President Bush and Governor Romney. This should be um, Romney? Romney? Romney. Did I say Romney? Oh, that was my old uh, baseball coach. Romney. And um, it's going to be a very interesting hour, Exxon Nation. So uh, we've asked the psychics that have appeared on the Exxon to give us their predictions now, what has happened that has really, really amazed me is that um, none of the psychics think the same way. Fifty of the fifty percent say President Obama. Fifty percent say Mitt Romney. It's going to be interesting to see who's winning or who wins, and uh, we're going to have the psychics joining us a couple of days after the election to explain what they did right or what they did wrong. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the hour. As the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send an email, that email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. Oh, the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Vampires, witches, Ghosts and Goblins. Couple more days to Halloween. I'll be back, don't go away. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.